Fantastic. Excellent. And you? It's going well. Yeah, so far, like with all the rain that we got mm-hmm. in June, the, the crops are looking good. Fantastic. Yep, I got corn in and soybeans. Farm bond. That's it. But uh, no vegetables this year. Yeah, too much trouble with the leg. My flower bed is fabulous. Fantastic. Yes. But it was something that I saw that. I thought, this is very cool. The heading reads, Calming virtual reality scenarios prove more effective at reducing pain. And Mm -hmm. that, you know, reducing pain is sort of the order of the day right now with everybody so concerned about opioids and fentanyl and all that sort of thing. So the test that they've been doing it on is real-world dental procedures. And when they've got the patients and they've got their virtual reality headsets on. Okay. And what they did in this particular test is, is is they showed them one that was really, really mellow, walking by a beach. And the other one was a really, really busy, super hyper urban environment. Okay. Both helped, but the calming scenario reduced the pain levels significantly. More than the distracting one. Yes. Oh, way more, which makes sense. Yeah. So, but it's not just, it's not just taking your mind off of it. No. Right? So the, the yeah. calming one worked better. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so it turns out that really the story is, is which kinds of virtual reality environments help to reduce and alleviate pain. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is like, if these things got cheaper, like if you were able to do them with those Google Cardboard virtual oh, reality yeah. headsets, like could that actually be like a reasonable... I don't think I'd be ready to give up the, you know, the mouth freezing in the case of oral surgery, but, um, but it is an interesting question of how yeah. much, like if something is going to be uncomfortable or whatever, or I'll take the opioids right. <laughs> <laughs> as we know. No. <laughs> and another place that they're using it is um, with games. Um, and so there's this snow world game and it was designed to help assist with bandage changes on burn victims. Oh, so you're envisioning some very cool environment, obviously, cold environment. Yeah, Yeah. while you're having your bandages changed. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, if you can take your mind somewhere else, what I think we're learning from everything that we're reading is that um, 3D and virtual reality really does help. It helps with pain. It helps with psychological um, scenario, different psychological scenarios that people are going through. Mm -hmm. It also made me think, you know, you think about wearing virtual reality headsets and what a difference it makes, what type of environment you're in there. It's just a little reminder about how much our actual reality can affect our way of being, right? The difference between being in the countryside as you are on your farm or, you know, at the beach or something and our super distracting downtown Toronto environment, which can seem really manic sometimes. Oh, yeah, and you're just like, ah, yeah. mm-hmm. running around. But I loved yours. Yeah, do you, do you wear perfume? I used to, but so many people have such fits about perfume. Yeah. Do you? Remember I used to. You mean like in terms of people saying they have a sensitivity to it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm allergic to that. Oh, I can't handle that. Some people wear a huge amount of perfume, right? Yeah. And that's kind of crazy. But So the premise of this perfume exhibit is not, it's not just like the history of perfume. You basically go into these different rooms and you have an experience of the perfume. 
a sort of a sensual demonstration of the perfume. So one of them that they talk about in the article, which is at PSFK, is um, Secrétion Magnifique, which is a scent that they kind of illustrate by having this rumpled bed that if you go to the exhibit, you're invited to lie down on it's a rumpled porno. bed. You're a dirty girl. <laughs> and you can sniff the fragrance in the sheets. Would you do that? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't want to lie on a bed that other people had been lying on, but anyway, that's just me. Anyway, but the reason for Who that <laughs> the reason for that is that the perfume has notes of semen, blood, sweat, saliva, and breast oh, milk. <laughs> yeah, the worst is breast milk. <laughs> So that's pretty gross too. <laughs> so there are a whole bunch of them um, that are that. But the thing that I thought was interesting was that the interview with the um, curator who talks about basically how the evolution of fragrance through contemporary history is like a good example of how our society has changed and it's mm -hmm. a good barometer of um, how things have changed. And one of the things to talk about is how with contemporary perfume, some of the trends that have gone by the way is like gender is not as big a deal as it used to be. People are not so much looking for like a brand. Like remember how in the 80s people wanted to smell like poison or Calvin Klein obsession or whatever. It's less that and about having something that seems like it expresses uh, you. And at the same time, people don't have like one signature scent. They have what they called a perfume wardrobe of like six or eight different fragrances. So God, that was kind of interesting. Oh, that is so posy. <laughs> I have a perfume wardrobe. My perfume wardrobe. Come, look, <laughs> see. I thought it was interesting when she was talking about how once they hit the 90s, almost all of the, the smell, the overkill had been taken out of it to almost reflect the period that we were entering. Right, because the 1980s were all about those super, like the fr fashions of the time, right? Like the big yeah. shoulders yeah. on the dresses, it's the same thing with the big oh, shoulders yeah, and the pants. perfume. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when we hit the 90s, she talks about how that whole kind of sea and salt air aesthetic came in, I guess at the same time as like grunge came in, right? Yeah, mm. I mm. love grunge. Let's start wearing grunge. Yeah, you've again. got your uh, plaid shirt on. You're grunge. all set. When I was looking at it, because um, I was reading these when I was up at the farm, and I thought, what a difference. Okay, perfume is just smell. It's scent. And I thought, how different scent makes your total environment and how you feel. And my friend that I was with, we both said it almost simultaneously. You know, you get a waft through the field. Mm -hmm. Even even if it's manure, mm -hmm. it's, you know, I guess that's like semen or blood or breast milk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it takes you to a different place. And I wonder if with perfume, like I hate, and hate isn't a strong enough word, loathe, despise, <laughs> but things like Febreze or oh, yeah, any yeah. kind well, of... Well, we've gone on before about scented candles, candles too. Yeah, yeah, so I hate things like that. But if there could be some way of bringing a scent into your home that would calm you down the way being outside does, mm -hmm. like in nature. Mm -hmm. If you could capture the real scent and the, not, because you don't really kind of chemically recreate it with fragrances, right? No. You can't, I don't think you can, really, yeah. I wonder if they could. Like, you know, when you were just talking about, you know, salt and sea, like, that might be nice. Like, when, mm -hmm. you, when you're talking about, you know, having your, you know, 
your oral bouquet. And then, you know, you could have all these different smells that could come out of different dispensers that are located throughout mm -hmm. your house. It has a huge thing to do with our well-being, you know, absolutely. Like, I'm always yeah. struck by when I go camping or to a cottage and you get out of the car and you're in northern Ontario and it's like oh yeah the air smells so sweet compared yeah. to like you don't notice pine it when you're in downtown needles. Toronto yeah pine yeah. is fantastic yeah you don't even you know you don't even notice you know poo anymore you know dog poo or you know <laughs> I was like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah or even pollution so much anymore I'm much more profoundly I noticed the calming scent of the country. Mm -hmm. I need like a virtual reality headgear and like essential oil up my nose as I navigate through the city of just <laughs> <laughs> You're in a pine forest. You're in a pine forest. <laughs> I can get pins and stick them in yeah. there at the same time. Oh, but I love that smell. Mm -hmm. Or even just a cedar mm -hmm. chest. Yeah, me too. Would you wear cedar chest cologne? Cedar I really like. Yeah. Cedar and sandal, like all those wood notes, like sandal, sandalwood I like, all yeah. those kind of notes I yeah. really like. Yeah. What do you what do y'all think yeah. about that? Yeah. Do How, you wear cologne or perfume? Yeah. Does it bother you when you smell it on other people? Yeah. And does it bother you enough to kick up a a stink about it? As it were. As it were. Let us know at The Snipper. <laughs> well done. Check out the links on your phone or visit uh, thesnipper.net and leave a comment. Please do. All it's right. been a while, folks. Mm -hmm. But you've been really great on iTunes. Yeah, thanks so much. Yes, we appreciate it. Happy summer. Yahoo. Bye. Bye.